Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled mompreneur who hits snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned how to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can learn how to stop picking at your kids' leftover food, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of the to-do list so you go to bed feeling fantastic about your day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman. This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Carol Perlman. And welcome back to part two of the year and recap. I had this idea as I was going through and just doing a little reflecting myself on how things have proceeded with the podcast this year and all the amazing guests that I had on the show. And I decided it would be fun to do a Cliff Notes episode kind of a rapid recall of the top tips that were shared in each of these episodes. And so if you are just tuning in now, you may want to back up one episode and listen to part one last week where I went over episodes one through 15. It was a really fun recap and told you a little bit about the origins of this show and my background. And today we're moving forward. I may have to add an extra. I thought I could do it all in three, but I think I might have to break it up. There's so much to say. Um, We might do a bonus episode for the end of the year, but I'll see how far I can get over the next uh, couple of episodes. So moving along today to episode 16, this brings us up to May 31st. And my guest on this episode was Alexis Simmons, who is a beauty consultant. And I met Alexis through Instagram, I believe it was. And I have to give a little plug for that. You know, I know people have all sorts of feelings about social media, and I definitely get that it is something you have to manage. But I fully believe that if you manage it and use it well, you can really benefit from all the positive that it has to offer. And I have made so many wonderful connections and met some really incredible people I'm so grateful to have in my life now. And it's all because of social media. And so Alexis is one of them. And I actually reached out to her because I am someone who really struggles to maintain a a regular beauty routine, a skin skincare routine. And, you know, I know this is third world problems here, but it's something that I know is important. And I reached out to Alexis and asked if she would come on and share some tips that would help people like me. I know if I'm struggling, there are plenty of other people out there struggling. And so she broke it down. I asked her to break it all down into baby steps. If you're starting from nothing, how can you take a few steps forward to take better care of your skin? And so Alexis and I talked about one of my favorite topics, creating habits and keeping it simple. and attaching this new habit of skincare to something that you're already doing. So if you're brushing your teeth and connect that with the next, the next step of washing your face and it doesn't have to be complicated. I mean, yes, you see some people who have this, you know, 20 or 30 step routine with all these potions and everything, and it doesn't have to be that complicated. So Alexis showed us how you can use just a few key products, um, what to look for in them and how to create the habit and I'm doing a lot better. I have to say, I'll have to message Alexis. I I have throughout the year and I'll have to message her again and say, I'm doing a lot better. 
because of our conversation. And I'm going to keep working on my habit and I hope you will too. And so that brings me to episode 17, talking about turning failure into success. I love to talk about goals. I'm someone who really um, values goal setting and just enjoys the process of setting a goal and working towards it. And I love to show other people that you can do that too, that you can, you know, there's just something kind of thrilling about creating a goal and figuring out what you need to do to, to be successful and to reach it and then to go for it. And so it's, it's the process, not only is the outcome desirable, but the process of working on it is really fascinating fascinating. But a lot of people are reluctant because they have this fear, what if I fail? And of course, I get it. I have had that fear myself. And I was reflecting on the story um, that I tell in great detail in this episode of how I turned one of my greatest failures into my greatest successes. And I'll give you a little sneak peek. But I have known since the time I was probably around a sophomore in high school, I always knew that I wanted to be a psychologist. And I chose my uh, undergraduate uh, institution for that reason. I, I was looking for a specific psychology program. And I know this is not always typical, but I just happened to be someone who knew exactly what I wanted to do. And in order to become a psychologist, one has to get into what is a very competitive graduate program. And I did all the things. I worked my tail off in um, undergrad at Emory and did all the things that I was told you need to do if you want to get into grad school and really never considered any plan B. It's just, I knew it was always what I wanted to do. And you can imagine, you can probably guess where the story is going, but sure enough, what happened? I did not get into graduate school and all my plans crumbled in front of me. And I was really at a crossroads. What was I going to do? The one thing I'd always wanted to do in my life was now not available. And so I won't give it away. I'll, I'll tell you how I proceeded, but you obviously know how that, how that worked out because here I am all these years later, I've had an amazing career as a psychologist. And in the end, did it matter that it took me two tries, not one, not a little bit, but it's a really fun episode and a fun story that I love to tell. So tune in. That was June 7th, episode 17. So next up is my next guest, Margaret DiMarzio. Margaret is someone who lives in my town and I had heard about her. We have a lot of mutual friends, but I never really knew her myself. And we got connected on social media. Margaret sells Color Street Nails. And I also didn't know a whole lot about them, but I just knew she was the nail lady in town and anyone who was buying them was buying them from her. And we actually met, we both joined the same networking group and I met her at an event and she was actually the speaker. It was the first time that I had gone to one of these in-person events for this particular networking group and she happened to be the speaker. And it was just so amusing to me as I listened to her, we were speaking the same language. I realized that we read the same books. I, I knew exactly where she was coming from in terms of the message that she was trying to share for everyone there. And so I approached her afterwards and I basically said, we need to be friends <laughs> and we need to get to know each other. We need to partner together because we are definitely on the same, same wavelength and together, I think we can do great things. And from there, I mean, that was, gosh, I don't know, that was two, maybe three years ago. And we've really gotten to know each other and I admire her so much. She has been super successful in network marketing and in her business. And she has really transformed her life. I love to follow her on social media because she really helps paint the picture of what is possible. 
and she she makes it simple. And so in this episode, if you are a business owner, this is one for you. She really breaks it down in terms of what are the, some of the key things you need to not only keep in mind in terms of your mindset, but some of the key things you need to do day in and day out in order to be successful. It was a really good episode. So go back if you missed it and catch that one. And this actually kicked off, I forgot to say this, that June um, kicked off a little series that I did on women in business, female entrepreneurs. And I am so lucky to know many of them. I really never imagined in my life that I would be surrounded by so many, but I am. And so I reached out to another friend of mine that I have known since high school, Jennifer Hewitt Lannon. And Jen and I had lost touch. I mean, really, it might have been like almost 30 years since we had last seen each other. And Jen has gone on to do amazing things. We were pals in high school. And she, I always remembered her. She was a gymnast and a cheerleader. And people kind of knew her as, as the gymnast. And she went on to pursue her passion of owning a gym and she lives in Arizona. And not only does she own one gym, but she actually has started and runs multiple gyms and she's been wildly successful. And I wanted to hear her story of what it's like. You know, I think she was also like me, who someone who long, long ago knew what she loved and knew what she wanted to do. And I wanted to hear the story of how that all played out for her. And she shared her wisdom, having been an entrepreneur for a long time and shared some stories of how it's not always easy and there are most certainly bumps in the road, but she has an amazing attitude. And with that attitude, you can survive. And it was a great story. In fact, I think I'm going to go back and listen to this one again. It was a really very uplifting story and you will love it if you're a female entrepreneur. This is one that you'll really resonate with. And speaking of female entrepreneurs, I also met someone new this year, Dr. Suzanne Komen, and we met through my friend Beth's Be Styled Style Group. And Suzanne is a physician at MGH, and she's also a writer. We have a lot in common, and she also loves style. And that was how I first got to know her as, as we were just both in this fun style group. But she wrote this book on what it's like to be a physician, and especially a young physician and a young female physician. And I was so excited for her. Her book launched, I believe it was in May. And I scooped up that book. And as much as I love to read, I'm, I hate to admit that I don't, I, I'm tempted to say I don't find the time, but the reality is I just don't create the time for it that much these days. And, but I made the time that weekend. I got her book. I was so excited to read it. And I sat down and you know that feeling when you get really engrossed in a book and you just can't put it down. And I read and read and read the entire weekend and just got lost in it. And I loved it. She's so relatable and down to earth and shares, you know, some honesty that, you know, you might not expect a physician would share. And it's definitely very relatable and was a great story touching upon lots of different themes from imposter syndrome and body image and just being a young professional for her, being a young professional in a predominantly male-driven male driven field and the challenges that come along with that. It was really a fantastic read. And I'm just so honored to, to be in the company of such greatness. So that was a great one from June 28th, episode 20. And then in July, episode 21, I shared a recording. So another person that I met this year was Stacy Brookman. And Stacy is also a writer and she helps other writers um, progress in their career and 
and finish the books that they have in their heart that they want to read and a lot, sorry, that they want to write. And a lot of people find themselves in that position. They have a book that they're dying to write and there are so many potential barriers. And Stacy runs a lot of amazing programs, helping people work through those, those barriers and actually finish their book. And I was honored. She asked me to be part of this virtual course. This was, um, uh, I think it took place early on in COVID. And I was really honored to be part of this. And I was talking about my time management strategies. I have a course that I put together specifically for writers and how time management strategies play an important role in getting that book done. And Stacy interviewed me as part of this virtual event. And I shared that interview here in episode 21, uh, talking about all my tips for, for managing your time and getting the writing done that you want and need to get done to write your book. Really, you can apply these strategies to any goal that you're working on. Um, but it was a lot of fun to be on the other side of the microphone and be interviewed by Stacy. So you can catch that one if you missed it. And then the next one, episode 22, was with Shara Humphreys, who is also someone that I met this year. And she has she has a couple of businesses. I believe her first one is an organization business. But the way that I really found her was she helps people organize their photographs. And that is something that hangs out on my to-do list way at the bottom in capital letters, because it's important, deal with the photos, but it hangs out at the bottom because it is one that I just totally dread. It's overwhelming. And yet my photos are perhaps the most important thing other than the live people in my life. No, my photos are the memories of the people in my life and the people who have been in, in my life. They are the most precious thing to me and they are in a bit of a state of disarray. And so Shara walked us through a process of how you can start to get more organized with your photos and start to gather them up and put them all in one place and figure out what you want to do with them. And I have to be honest, and I shared this in the podcast that my anxiety and distress level definitely rose as we were going through it. But I hung in there and by the end it came back down and she taught us how to kind of sit with that anxiety and just persist and break the process down into manageable steps so you can get this project done. And I did make some really great progress and I owe her a message as well to give her an update. I still have a lot of work to do, but at least I'm making progress. And I'm really grateful to her. If this is a goal that is important to you as well, then I definitely encourage you to listen to this episode and in fact, find her. She has a podcast as well and she shares so many strategies that will be helpful for you. Um, I'm going to blank on the name of the podcast, but it's in the show notes. That was episode 22. And then episode 23, we brought back Beth Roy from Be Style. This was part two and another super fun episode talking about more style tips. And in this one, we really got into body, not really body image, but more body types. And how do you dress for your body? And this is one of Beth's gifts. I mean, she is just so fantastic and so fun to work with. And her clients come in all shapes and sizes. And a lot of people think, oh, if I join a style group and, you know, things aren't going to look right on me, they're not going to look like they do on other people. And yeah, that's totally true. But what she does is she teaches you how to make some adaptions, that a word, adaptations, um, adjustments, maybe that's a better word, adjustments 
to make the, these um, styles work for you. You know, if you're short, if you are short-waisted, long-waisted, um, tall, you have super long legs, whatever the issue is, she will help you figure out what do you need to look for in the outfits and the items that you're putting together for your outfits and how to make you look fabulous at any size. And this was just an amazing, amazing episode. Um, that was number 23. And then 24, I brought in another new friend of mine, Rosemary Brudico, who also works in skincare. And one episode just wasn't enough. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a problem patient. And working on this skincare habit is not easy. And I wanted to bring on Rosemary for a slightly different perspective. And, you know, sometimes you can hear, you can hear information that doesn't necessarily sink in the first time. Sometimes you need to hear it from multiple people and in a slightly different language. And Rosemary did a really great job of breaking down um, this idea of a skincare habit. And what really stuck me from that, that I still remember is she really helped me see the importance of it. Our skin is an organ. It's one of our biggest, well, not one of it is our biggest organ. And we ask it to do a big job of filtering out all sorts of dirt and toxins and grime and nastiness that's in the environment. And so we need to take care of it. We need to make sure that we're cleansing it and taking good care of it because it's got a really important job to do. And so Rosemary provided another lesson on creating these skincare habits. And she, she has this really soothing, um, very comforting voice. This was a great interview. And so if this is something that you are struggling with as well, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode number 24. And then we'll wrap up today's recap with episode 25. This was one of my dear friends, Meg Francis. We go also go back many, many years. We were pals in high school working in an ice cream shop together. And, um, had a lot of fun together and who knew our lives would intersect again. We lost touch for a long, long time and reconnected probably because of Facebook and because of social media. And it's just so fascinating for someone to not be part of your life. And then you meet, meet up with them again and find out they've been doing all these incredible things with their life. And Meg has had many different jobs and in, in different fields and um, it's really interesting to hear the the journey of her career story, but through it all, it's what's really clear is that Meg is a beacon of light. She is a beacon of joy. Her smile lights up her room. Her, her heart is just so big. And there's something about just sitting with her. So just, I wasn't even with her in the same room. We were in Zoom together, but just being in Meg's presence instantly makes you feel better. She has this amazing calming effect. and. Do you remember I said earlier, I think it was in episode one, I was talking about Lisa Hansen and the idea of the pause and Meg brought up the idea of the pause again and how important it is throughout the, the day to just pause and slow down and take in what's happening and remember that you can handle it. And, um, and she gave some great tips for getting through some of the distressful things that can happen during the day. So this was a wonderful episode, the power of the pause and how you can increase mindfulness and calm throughout your day. And it's just so classic mix. So definitely a good one to go back to, especially now, you know, around the holidays, it's very busy. People are carrying a lot of stress, both good stress and challenging stress. And um, I think I'm going to go back and listen to this one again. It's, it's very timely. So there you have it, a recap of episodes 15 through 25, health habits, like 
speed dating for health habits. I hope you got some great nuggets today. And perhaps you were reminded of some episodes that you want to go back and listen to again, or maybe if you missed them, you're going to want to catch them and get the full scoop. So as always, thank you for joining me. I'll be back again. I think we're probably going to need three more episodes to get us through the year for this recap and hope you'll be back and uh, be on the lookout for those. Thanks for joining me, everyone. See you next time. Hello, friends. It's Carol Perlman coming on to say hello. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you've been enjoying these episodes as much as I've enjoyed creating them for you. I wanted to make sure you knew about a special program that is currently being offered on my website. If you go to www.healthybenumber4lifebycarolperlman.com, you'll see more information about my current time management classes. If you follow me on social media, if you listen to my podcast, you know that I believe time management is behind almost every single one of your goals. And the more you can perfect your skills in time management, the more successful you're going to be in reaching your goals. I have created what I believe is a really outstanding class. I've been studying time management for years. I've been perfecting my own system and I've been teaching others for almost 15 years now. I created an online course, a 21 day habit formation course that is now available to you. They, quote unquote, they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. And I find that that is often time the case. So go look on the website, healthy for life by carolperlman.com and you will see current offerings. I have several different time management classes for specific audiences, but the general one is just, it's about time, time management class. You'll see all the details there. You'll see the upcoming start date and there's always the opportunity to buy the workbook and complete the course as a self-paced course and take it at your own speed. It's one exercise a day. All you need to commit is 10, maybe 15 minutes a day. Step-by-step, you will create new habits that last a lifetime for better time management. Check it out, and I hope to see you in one of the classes. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you loved today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.